Welcome to the official podcast for Shepherd University Athletics, and we're coming at you with that big horn energy. It's time for Beyond the Horns. Let's go. Welcome into episode 31 of Beyond the Horns. It is a new week here in Shepherdstown, West Virginia, on the campus of uh, Shepherd University. So excited to uh, start up another episode, the 31st episode of this podcast. And, you know, it hits me every week. I think it's whenever I say the episode number, whether it's 24 or whatever, 6. I remember each each milestone has kind of, you know, it's been something in my mind where I'm like, really, we've done this many episodes? We've done 31 episodes of this show. Like, I, I remember back when it was just an idea that we talked about and something that I thought would be kind of fun to do and something that I thought would be interesting for, you know, doing the coaches interviews and let Ram Nation know a little bit more about, you know, what's going on over on campus and maybe behind the closed doors and um, just to give people insight into student athletes, give people insight into our coaches and and then also, you know, have it transform into kind of what it is now during the sem- during the, the fall and spring semesters, which is kind of a recap and preview show and you know, kind of a one-stop shop for Ram Nation to, to you know, catch up with what's gone on over the past week, and it just kind of blows my mind that that we're 31 episodes into this. So thank you, those who uh, those who stick with us every week. Um, I see you, and I appreciate you. I appreciate the time, and uh, and you know, your Thursday morning, giving your Thursday morning or, or weekend or wherever you listen to us. Um, you know, just given that time. Today is going to be a short episode because. If you've been paying attention to the stories that have been coming out, that that Chip will put out on shepherdrams.com, this week was tough, tough for Shepherd Athletics. Pretty much every case, it wasn't our fault. Um, We had some trouble this week with opponents, and um, particularly our women's lacrosse program basically just had the season canceled right in front of their eyes. Their last three games were all canceled for various reasons, having to do with COVID or, or other injuries from other teams and just a really like sickening way for their season to end bef- way before it should have and also had some issues with tennis. And uh, and then with it also being the off weekend for baseball and softball, their off weekend kind of coincided at the same time. It really doesn't leave much from a recap standpoint to talk about today, but wanted to still put an episode out because I want to keep it weekly, at least through the spring. You know, speaking of that, people have been asking, well, what are you going to do when the summer comes? And um, I think I kind of touched on this a few episodes ago, but, you know, here in the next couple of weeks when we get through um, when we get through the playoffs and, you know, hopefully it's through the national championship weekend for, for baseball and softball, but when we get there, we'll probably over the summer maybe do a once-a-month thing or, or you know, a more in-depth interview um, maybe once a month. And then when we get back into the fall, we'll pick it back up with weekly, uh, weekly previews, recaps, updates on events, you know, things like that. So just FYI, that's what's coming up. If you can't already tell because you've been listening to the same voice talk for a few minutes so far, it is again another solo show. Carlos is still out. Congrats again to uh, to Carly and Carlos on the beginning of their family. I know a lot of people have reached out, both staff and fans, um, people who listen to the pod have reached out um, over the last week and and just how's Carlos doing, how the how the girls doing, etc. So I feel 
confident in passing this information along to you all that uh, that everything is going well and while Carlos is a tired man and uh, when I talked to him on the phone he he sounds a little different than he did before everything is everything's good everyone's healthy and uh, and again congrats to Carlos and uh, and Carly for their uh, for their twin girls so moving on now you know a few things I want to talk about real quick before we get into recapping the um you know all the canceled events, and then talking about the baseball series that did, in fact, actually happen this this past week. A couple things. Definitely want to do a quote. Um, have to do a quote every week to give you guys something to think about, something to chew on for the rest of your Thursday. But also wanted to talk about some upcoming things that we have. So before we get to the quote, just wanted to make everybody aware: the football golf tournament over at the club at Crest Creek in Shepherdstown. It's a yearly tournament. It's really fun. If you've never been involved and you're a golfer, you definitely need to sign up for this. It's on June 18. June 18th, the club at Crest Creek. Again, it's their football golf tournament. Come out, play, get some good food, drink some beverages, win some prizes, just spend some time um, and help support the the football program at Shepherd University. That's coming up on June 18th. So I just wanted to make sure I put that out on the podcast for those of you golfers out there. If you want to sign up, shoot me an email, afergusso at shepherd.edu, or uh, go to suathleticclub.org, click on upcoming events, and uh, you'll see a link to go sign up on suathleticclub.org. So just throwing that out there. Spaces aren't limited, so if you're a golfer, make sure that that's something that you do, and I guarantee you you're going to have a good time on that day. I know it's it's a long day for, for the work you know for me and the working side of things but um it's rewarding to see the support and the fans that come out you get to talk to coach mccook a little bit one-on-one some of the other coaches and um other other members of ram nation and just kind of uh Uh, a good preview for what's coming up in the season and um, like I said good food and drink and um, fellowship overall so um, definitely wanted to put that plug out there space is limited like I just said so if that's something you want to do definitely sign up there swishing gears over into our quote of the week this quote comes from Jack Handy who is a comedian um, author I read it this is not from Carlos so the streak is broken Um, I read it and I thought it was I don't know, I chuckled. Maybe my humor is is weird. I thought it was funny, but I wanted to share it for our quote of the week on Beyond the Horns. It goes something like this. Before you criticize someone, you should walk a mile in their shoes. That way, when you criticize them, you are a mile away from them and you have their shoes. I'm sure some of you have heard a quote, that quote or a quote kind of like that before, but I, for some reason, have never heard, I had never heard that or read that before, and it just got me. Like, when I was reading it, I was like, before you criticize someone, you should walk a mile in their shoes. Okay, that makes sense. I've heard that before. Uh, what's the second sentence say? Oh, it says, that way, when you criticize them, you are a mile away from them and you have their shoes. Very, very smart. You know, I think you can, ten- you can uh, sense a shift in the quotes because, you know, Carlos's quotes were always, like, deep and serious and, like, you know, uplifting and, and motivating, and I come in with one that's... Um, I don't know, maybe a little bit more slapstick, I would say. Anyways, I thought that was funny. Again, from Jack Handy, comedian, author. Um, Yeah, if you're going to criticize someone, make sure you're a mile away and you have their shoes. Well, now that we've gone through a quote, I've given you guys a heads up on the football golf tournament that's coming up. want to switch gears here and just run through the events um, that have taken place or have not taken place since episode 30, so here in the last week. Like I said, like I've alluded to a few times, um, it's been it's been tough on our programs. You know, this year was so so difficult, anyways, to work with with COVID and the testing and making sure that you know 
we were testing enough and our and student athletes were being safe and remaining distance and being smart about what they did to, so that they wouldn't get get COVID and you know one test can contact trace out to multiple people and so it's been a lot of hard work from our coaches our student athletes our administration our our athletic trainers you know everybody just to kind of to make this semester go on um, period and to be honest you know Shepard compared to some other PSA school PSAC schools excuse me and other schools that I've heard about you know we did a really really good job we didn't have very many um, issues in relation to some of these other teams and uh, and really you know we didn't have a ton of cancellations didn't have a ton of of games on happening and, and uh, that kind of all changed here in this last week I feel like everything kind of caught up to us so starting on on the 20th I believe it was the uh, the afternoon that I had actually recorded last last week's episode 30 our women's lacrosse team was supposed to play Westchester on 420 that game unfortunately was postponed and um, and, event- and eventually canceled it's not going to be made up just a just kind of a gut punch you know not really anything that uh, that we could really control. You know, sometimes schools, they have different um, protocols, different processes, especially dealing with something like COVID. You know, the conference kind of has a set of rules and a set of mandates to follow. But at the end of the day, it's kind of up to the institutions themselves to decide, do we want to travel over there with with information that we know? Or sometimes information that we don't know. You know, yeah, maybe one person tested positive, but we don't know how far that stretches from a contact tracing, you know. Do we want to do we want to put this off while we try to figure out what we're supposed to do or what's going on? And this was kind of a case of that Westchester. They felt like they didn't want to come over here and, and take risks. So that's what happens. Women's across 420. That's the first one of uh, three that we're going to talk about with our women's across program. But on 420, they were supposed to play play Westchester. All on 421, our men's and women's tennis program were supposed to be at Millersville. Those contests were also canceled. So again, COVID COVID complications on on the other end, and just didn't feel comfortable with uh, with with pursuing those contests. So men's and women's tennis was not able to make the trip on the 21st to Millersville. Baseball was supposed to play Alderson Bronis on the 21st. Um, again, that was canceled. They didn't there's something about making the trip over to A B and something on A B's end of things. So, you know, we started or kinda of went through the middle of last week wondering what's what's going on. Things have been good for so long, but everything on those the middle of last week was canceled. Baseball didn't make their they didn't make their trip to A B. men's and women's tennis didn't make their trip to Millersville. Westchester didn't come over to, to Shepherdstown on the twentieth. So we're okay. We got through the midweek. Let's see what goes on on, thir- on, the, on the weekend. So men's and women's tennis, they're supposed to play Frostburg State here on campus on Saturday the 23rd. That was canceled. Uh, yet another blow to the men's and women's tennis program. That was supposed to be senior day. It, you know, everyone was kind of torn up. The coaches were torn up. The kids were torn up. And, uh, and, you know, just my heart goes out to them and felt bad for them because that was kind of their last foray this year into, into competition, and it was canceled. So for games that actually happened, finally I've worked through the cancel, 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 cancel. That's tough. It's tough to talk about something that was canceled for a lot of reasons. But finally, into some events that actually happened, the Shepherd baseball team was on the road at Salem University to play the uh, the Salem University baseball team on Saturday, the 23rd of April. This was a doubleheader. In game one, Shepard pretty much did what Shepard's been doing all year. They took a 7-1 to victory 
over Salem, out hit him 11 to 8. Salem had two errors to Shepard, zero. Shepard started off hot, four runs in the first inning, tacked on three additional runs, and one each in the third, fourth, and fifth. You know, day the, the, the same group had their days. Jared Carr, three for three, an RBI and two runs scored. Joey Schwartz, two for three, an RBI and two runs scored. Joey Goldsmith, two for four with an RBI. Brandon Holmes, one for four with the two RBIs and a run scored. Cole Doherty, one for three with an RBI, a run score, and a walk. So just going right down the list, 11 hits between the team there, seven RBIs, just just a combined effort to, to put things out there. You know, Jared Carr had a homer, um, which basically should just be a given now in every game. Like, where did Jared where did Jared Carr homer? Did he homer here? What what he did? Cole Doherty also had a home run, so good for those guys to to put one over the put one over the fence. Um Caleb Walls and Jerry Carr also each had a double, so there you go. Definitely racking up the bases there. Steve Boley got the start in the mound uh, for the Rams. Went five innings pitched, gave up six hits, one earned run, one walk, and one strikeout to take the win. Moved him to five and two on the season, so solid start uh, on the mound for, for Boley. Cole Dunn and Matthew Williams each added an inning apiece, um, walking three between the two of them and striking one out between the two of them, only giving up two hits. So combined effort by Boley, Dunn, and Williams to get the seven innings pitched and to uh, to get out of there, only giving up one earned run on the entire day. So definitely a, a strong performance by the pitchers um, to take care of business on the road. And like I said, Shepard seven, seven to one in that game. At that time, moved Shepard to 17 and nine. And Salem dropped to eight and twenty-five. So um, definitely, definitely a solid game. Again, off off week for Shepard in the PSAC. So to get out there and play a few games, especially when nobody else is playing, uh, huge for them. In game two, however, things kind of changed a little bit. Uh, Shepard uh, actually dropped game two to Salem, eight to seven, um, in seven innings. Basically, Salem out hit Shepard. Eight to five, and Shepard had three errors. So kind of a non, like a like a non usual game for Shepard. Normally they're pretty clean on defense, and they rack up a lot of hits. Uh, this one didn't happen, and um, and really to, to get out hit eight to five and three errors to the other team zero, and only lose by one, and it ha- you know it's a walk off. You know that's that's still pretty um, a pretty solid showing for the Rams. Um, coming over here to their stats real quick. Cole Doherty, one for four with a run. Caleb Walls, one for three with two runs. Dalton Stewart, one for two with four RBIs. That was off of a home run, um, so good for him. He also added a walk. Brandon Holmes, one for three with their RBI and a walk. And Colton Henson, one for three with a run scored and an RBI, also off a home run. Caleb Walls added a double, which is what Caleb Walls does. Definitely racks up the uh, racks up the bags there. So that kind of there's your offense, your five hits, your six your six runs, or excuse me, seven runs and six RBIs. So a solid uh, a solid day at the plate. I mean, not not as solid as maybe we're used to here at Shepherd, but you know, anytime you can score seven in a seven inning game, I mean, I think that's decent. On the mound, Nick Trabacci got the start. Went four innings pitch, gave up six hits, four earned runs, uh, struck out three, and didn't walk anyone. Trevor Sprinkle came in, pitched two innings, gave up a hit two runs, um, only one of them earned and struck out one. And then Mitch Wilson came in and actually ended up taking the loss. He gave up the one hit and the and he, and he walked one and gave up one run. So Turbachi, Sprinkle, and Wilson combined on the mound, ultimately in the loss. With that loss, moved Shepard to 17-10. and 10. 
in Salem bumped up to nine and twenty-five. So then those were both on the uh, the twenty-third of April out in Salem. They actually this was actually a three-game series. The next day, Sunday the twenty-fourth, or excuse me, Saturday the twenty-fourth. It it was Shepard taking the victory to also to take the series in the rubber match six to five over Salem University. Shepard out hit him eleven to seven. They each had an error. This one was a little bit different. Salem started out with got three runs on the board in the first two innings, and then Shepard kind of took over the rest of the rest of the way. This was a single nine. So over the over the third, fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh inning, they were able to tack on six runs and uh, and ultimately take take the win um, and the series, which is huge. For Shepard on the day, Tommy Gibson, two for four with two runs and an RBI. Jerry Carr, two for three with a ribby. Andrew Edwards, two for four with a run scored and two RBI. Cole Doherty, one for one. Caleb Walls, one for five with a run and a walk. Brendan Holmes, one for five. Joey Goldsmith, one for four. Colton Henson, one for five with an RBI. Dalton Seward, 0 for four, but had an RBI. So, I mean, that's pretty much everyone right there. I just read right down through. Pretty much everybody got into the action one way or the other. Caleb Walls, Jerry Carr had doubles on the day. Tommy Gibson, Andrew Edwards each had a homer. And uh, Dalton Stewart got his RBI on a sack fly. So any way possible to uh, to manufacture some runs to get some guys across the plate and score is what we did. Eric O'Brien pitched five innings, gave up five hits, five runs. Three of them were earned. Walked two and struck out three. Then Adam Miller came in, got the win. He pitched four innings, gave up two hits, and struck out three. And his win moved him to three and two on the year. And after that game, you know Shepard improved to nineteen and ten overall. Salem dropped to nine and twenty six. You know, not a conference game or not a conference series. Um, really nothing from a PSAC standpoint that it really affects. But what it does is, you know, we dropped a couple games or lost a couple games at the beginning of the year with COVID and weather and things like that. So to pick up a series this late, get the guys out there to let them keep playing, stay sharp on their bye week um, before they go into playing each Stroud here tomorrow, actually. We'll get to that in a minute. But just to just to get out there and play a little bit, I think, was huge to keep the guys sharp to uh, to play on the road, go to a new place and play. You know, that's I think all of that stuff is our learning experiences. You can take something from all of that and, and use it as they get into the conference, you know, tournament time, as they get into regionals. You know, hopefully that's something where they continue to win and take care of business and get into those things. You know, you never know. You might learn something on a random, random trip to Salem that, uh, that that helps you down down the road. So a two and one um, series victory for for Shepard. After that, after that Saturday, you know, to, to round it out, women's lacrosse was also supposed to play East Strasburg on Saturday the twenty fourth. Like I said, more bad news coming down for lacrosse. That game was canceled, kind of last minute. Um, so it felt pretty bad for for women's lacrosse because the Millersville game, which was supposed to be um, actually, I'm recording this on Wednesday the 28th. It was supposed to be today. Um, they were supposed to go to Millersville. We found out before that East Strasburg game that Millersville was canceling the rest of their season. So when, when the lacrosse team found out that East Stroud, um, their game against East Stroud on Saturday was canceled, that was kind of their last their last game. And so, you know, I just want to take a second. You know, I just I felt bad. You know, they, the student athletes and the coaches, they put in so much work. They put in so much sweat, tears, blood sometimes, you know, time practicing, getting better at their craft, and um, especially for the seniors who, when they walked off the field a few weeks ago, that was their last time that they were going to, that they would play, at least at Shepard, and um, potentially, and um, they didn't know it, you know, and I can't imagine to put that much time and effort and not even have a chance to kind of go out your own way, or at least know that you were going out, 
um, was just kind of tough. So I felt bad for them, and you could tell when they found out that it was canceled that there was just some uh, some disappointment and um, and sad for Coach Miller and Coach Hundley and, and their team. So definitely my, my thoughts go out to them for how their season kind of ended, but also congrats to them for battling this season and, you know, getting some wins and, and really kind of their first real foray, if you will, into the PSAC. And, and so so definitely congrats to them and thank you to the, the players and especially the seniors who represented Shepard the right way. So just wanted to make sure you put that in there. But like I said, everyone, that's pretty much it. I mean, a lot of cancellations. One, two, three, four, five, six of the eight uh, events in my notes were canceled. The only two that weren't was a baseball series at Salem. And like I said, softball was off. This was our off weekend. So want to switch gears real quick and do a standings update. We'll do a final one for lacrosse. Um, look at baseball and softball real, real quick. So looking at the women's lacrosse standings, uh, again, this... I guess isn't completely final for the regular season. I, I'm not sure who else is playing who, but I know Shepard's position, or at least the the numbers in the record, are are final. Westchester, obviously far and away, top ten team in the nation. They finished ten and zero in conference, ten and zero overall. East Stroud eight and two overall, seven and two in the conference. Bloomsburg was third, seven and five, seven and five. Shippensburg five and seven overall, five and six in the conference. And then Shepard comes in four and six overall, three and six in the conference. Would have liked to at least had an opportunity to get a couple more wins to that, but that's where we end. Millersville three and eight overall, three and seven in the conference. And then Kutztown bringing up the rear in the East, one and eleven overall, one and ten in conference. Looks like Westchester, East Stroud, and Bloomsbury have already clinched PSAC tournament berth as the 1-2-3 and three seed in the East. So, again, kind of a um, just, just a bad a bad way to go out. And I, I'm not going to pretend to know or understand how that feels. I can just tell you what I've seen. Just kind of rough to, to not get to try to add a couple more wins onto uh, – onto that four and six and, and three and six record and maybe try to make a run at, at 500. Um, so, so, you know, sad for them, but we talked about that one. Um, certainly, certainly enough at, for this point, switching over to baseball. Uh, there's some games that are going on today in the West, but I'm just going to focus on the East. And this is interesting because the top four teams in the East, and there's a couple more home PSAC series left, at least for Shepard. There's two more home series, East Stroud this weekend and then Mansfield next weekend. And um, and depending on kind of how these eight games shake out, we'll decide the seeding, and, and the top four teams in each division will will go into the conference tournament with the higher seeds, each hosting a single-game playoff on, I believe, Wednesday the 12th. And then the winner of those two um, two single game series for each division, the higher seed left will host the uh, the remaining the remaining seed or the remaining team in a, in a three game series that next weekend. So some stuff is starting to get on the line. Like I said last week, we're really starting to kind of pay attention to what other schools are doing. But as far as the East goes, again, top four is what is what we we're looking for and we're hoping to stay in there. But here here's how it breaks down. Millersville is in first place. They're nineteen and nine overall, sixteen and seven in conference. And all that really matters is your conference record. Uh, Westchester is in second, fourteen and eight overall, fourteen and eight in conference, and just right behind Westchester with just one more loss in conference is Shepard, eighteen and ten overall 14 and 9 in conference. So as it stands right now, we would be going to Westchester in that that single game playoff on the 12th and then 
if you know if we, if we win that and Millersville gets upset, then we would host the the three game series. But we're not there yet. Bloomsburg is that fourth team currently, thirteen eleven overall, thirteen eleven in conference. Shippensburg is on the outside looking in, fourteen and fourteen overall, twelve and twelve in conference. And then East Stroud um, still has, uh, I guess, a, a puncher's chance, thirteen and fourteen overall, eleven and eleven in conference. And then it really drops off. Kutztown, Mansfield, and Lockhaven round out the rest of the East, but. None of them are in any sort of position unless some crazy things happen to uh, to break into those top four. So Millersville is the one currently, Westchester's the two, Shepard is the three, and Bloomsburg is the four in the east. And just for curiosity, again, some games are going on today, so by the time you hear this, it might not be incredibly accurate anymore. But um, as of Wednesday, Seton Hill is your one in the west, Gannon is your two, Mercyhurst is your three, and Cal PA is your four. Um, and that's in the West. So definitely want to keep an eye. This this series coming up against East Stroudsburg starting tomorrow on Thursday, the, the 29th, which, again, we'll get to a little bit more. That's going to be huge because they're on the outside looking in. But if they can take the series, things will get interesting uh, really quickly. So that's where baseball kind of stands. Um, if you're a Shepherd baseball fan through and through, I would definitely start to, uh, to memorize the standings, to start to pay attention to what other schools are doing, especially – you know, your Millersville, Westchester, Bloomsburg, Ship, and East Stroud. Kind of what are they doing and where does Shepard kind of fall in um, for that? If you switch over to softball, again, they were off this week, um, but they are still sitting. Um, well, they're technically in second place because of, of not playing, but Kutztown is currently tops in the PSAC East 29 and 11 overall 23 and 9 in conference right behind them is Shepard 24 and 9 overall 20 and 8 in conference East Stroudsburg is third 26 and 12 overall 17 11 in conference Shippensburg is in fourth 22 and 14 16 and 12 in conference and then Westchester is in fifth 18 and 12 14 and 12 in conference Millersville Bloomsburg Lockhaven and Mansfield make up the bottom half of uh, of that Eastern Division bracket. You know, things are looking good for Shepard in terms of, you know, potentially hosting a uh, that that first round of the PSAC tournament and you know there's a pretty big drop off between Shepard and East Stroud from a second to third place and as long as uh, as the Rams take care of business they should definitely be locked into that second seed and potentially even challenge Kutchtown for the one seed which would be amazing. On the west Seton Hill is in first, Cal PA is in second, Gannon is in third, IUP is in fourth, and Mercyhurst is in fifth. So um, you know, I, sometimes we ignore the West schools kind of because really at this point they don't really mean a whole lot to what's going on. But I'm sure Coach Leslie and Coach uh, Slattery have have the pulse, if you will, on all of the teams. But, yeah, good news for softball. They're sitting there um, in second place in the East and uh, just take care of business this last kind of home series and uh, and we'll get there. Speaking of the last home series, I wanted to run through really quickly what's coming up next for uh softball and baseball for sure um just because they're they're coming up you know we usually do lacrosse but like i said they're they're done baseball like i hinted at will be at home tomorrow um so if you're hearing this on the day that it that this this drops it'll be today 429 thursday the 29th game one is in shepherdstown at 1 p.m 
Um, if you're if you're a friend, you know, if you're a family member, come on out to the game. If if you're not on the list, live stats and streaming will be up. So make sure you follow along. We're starting to get into the the important series here. Uh, first game's at one. Second game is at three thirty. They will travel to East Stroud to finish out that series on Friday the thirtieth. the The softball team is going to be home on the first of May. Can you believe it's already May? I I can't, so it's kind of crazy to say, think about. Uh, but they will also be playing East Stroudsburg at home um, at Sarah Creek Field on, on Saturday, May 1st. That's at 1 p.m. Um, so, again, kind of closing out the, uh, the the regular season for softball, the last home series. And then baseball actually will play next week, the 7th, and the, Friday the 7th and Saturday the 8th against Mainsfield to kind of close out the regular season there. And those games could have a large impact. So, if you're a Shepherd fan, now it's getting pretty good. Now this weekend we got uh, Thursday. You're gonna have baseball. Friday you're gonna have baseball. Saturday you're gonna have softball. And I guess obviously softball will be on the road um, at East Strasburg on Friday as well. So there you go. The next couple days you're gonna have some Shepherd sports to follow along. Like I've said, check out ShepherdRams.com. You can go to the schedule for either of those sports, baseball or softball. You can see the live stats for the game, the live feed if it's streaming. And follow along there with, with uh, what's going on. You know, star of the week is going to be tough this week for me, just because baseball was the only the only team that that really played. So, you know, I, I think for my star of the week, this is going to be maybe cheesy or I don't know. It's again, it's it's my podcast, so I can I can come up with what I want. I guess my star of the week. I just want to throw a throw a shout out again one more time. I think my star is the just the entire women's across or team and coaching staff here at Shepherd, you know. They had a tough week, something thrown in front of them that I can't even imagine. But they were really their attitudes were great about it. You could tell they were disappointed, you could tell they were sad and frustrated and didn't know what was going on, but at least to me every time I interacted with them, they were just thankful that they got the opportunity to play this year. Opportunity to do what they were what they had been planning to do, compete, and, uh, and even though it didn't really end the way they wanted to, they they were still thankful to to represent Shepard and, and, and to play. So I'm just going to give my star of the week uh, to the entire uh, women's lacrosse team and coaching staff, managers, etc., um, just, for, just for the good attitude. You know, winning and losing is great. Um, obviously, you don't want to lose. I guess I shouldn't say losing is great. Winning is great. Losing is, is bad, but... Really, you know, it's the attitude and it's the the way that you represent and the maturity and, and the sportsmanship and those kind of things that you learn. And uh, and I can say that our lacrosse program certainly has those attributes. So that really wraps it up. Like I said, pretty quick episode today. Didn't have a whole lot to talk about. I probably extended it and, and drug it out longer than it needed to be. I apologize for that. Um, to finish things off real quick, you know, like I kind of said, we'll do a, another week or two. Uh, of episodes just to make sure that we get through at least the end of the regular season and then it just kind of depends on how deep the uh, the baseball and softball teams will go into their conference tournament and or regional super regional etc so play it kind of by ear but we'll do at least a couple more episodes um, probably be me if I can find somebody to hop on and, and and break up my voice a little bit I'll do that and then when we get into you know when the runs or when the national championships are won or the runs are done, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll probably get into uh, maybe monthly episodes for the summer. If for somehow this is the first time you've ever heard us um, and you want to find out how to find 
beyond the horns go back and listen to all the cool interviews we did um, over the the covid times when we didn't have any sports going on or anything um, you can find us on pretty much any platform where you get your your music or your podcast you know Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, any of those. Just go in there and search Beyond the Horns. You'll go to our page and you'll see all 31 episodes that we've done up to this point. Certainly appreciate um, everything you all do and and, and your support and listening. Uh, If you need updates on times, stats, anything like that, live stream links, shepherdrams.com is the place to go so make sure you got that bookmark in your computer shepherdrams.com is where you go for all those things like i said next week next episode we always finish with what's going on next episode next episode i'll recap um what happened this week with baseball and softball kind of what that means for their playoff and like i said if i can find somebody to hop on and uh, and, and add a little bit maybe we'll do a small little interview or something just to to break it up a little bit and we'll go from there so Thank you again so much. Appreciate it and look forward to uh, talking to you guys next week. See ya.